Today is a good day. Tomorrow will be a wonderful day. And the day after that will be glorious. I am Gregory and welcome back. Hey, guess what? Um, I, I, that's empty. I don't have anything to say. I just want to say guess what? To get your ears perked up. Isn't that irritating how sometimes people do that? They'll just say something to you. It's like, get y'all excited. And it's full of nothing. It's like an empty surprise. Kind of like opening up a box of candy and realizing that it's empty. Or going to grab some cereal out of the refrigerator and seeing there's only like a handful left. Who the fuck left a handful of cereal in the box? Who does that? What kind of torturous person does that? That's like sadistic. And even not think about it. Fuck it. Let's go down this rabbit hole. What is the person that grabs the last bit of cereal or a full bowl and leaves that last bit in there thinking? What's the thought process that goes on in the mind of someone who does that? Because they know there's not enough for them. And, and I mean, do they think that maybe the bowl isn't big enough? Okay, I'll give you that. But what about the person that comes after them? Or what if the person that comes after them is you? That person. Nah, fuck it. Anyway, so I said, guess what? And I have nothing to say. So I guess I should say something to guess what? Um, cause I don't want to be that person after I've ranted about the cereal box. I don't want to be that person that leaves you with empty surprises. So, um, today, uh, I accomplished a goal and it only cost me, um, maybe a ounce of blood, an ounce of blood. <laughs> yeah, it did. So look, I'm a guy that tries stuff. Okay. That didn't sound right. That's kind of too open-ended. Let me, let me, let me reel that in a little bit. I'm a guy that likes to try to fix things. Wait, that could imply I like to fix people's problems. And I really don't do that very well. Um, sometimes I fuck them up worse. Wonder why they even asked me in the first place. And God, I think about people don't really ask me to fix their problems. Could be because I'm not good at it. Oh, I digress. Stuff, things. I like to fix stuff. So, um... This was going to be called the dryer incident. Now, a long time ago, I learned something. I learned that most of the things that we call on people to do uh, are very complicated. It's just the fact that we don't know what to do. So we call a professional and the professional knows a secret. It's kind of like somebody knowing where all the Easter eggs are hidden on Easter morning and finding all the good ones and you think they're like really good at finding stuff and the truth of the matter is that someone just told them where they are yeah it's a lot like that so that's what i was stuck with uh so this is going to expose my laziness but i'm going to say it because um i want i want to share it and i can't tell the story without telling the full scope of it so about two months ago two it's two months ago um my dryer started squeaking and i said oh that's gonna be a problem eventually i'll fix that later so i did not fix it then i waited yeah you heard me right folks i waited and i'm not very proud of it but i did i waited a month and at that point i said you know what I think we have appliance coverage. And back up. First, I waited because I said, you know, it's not that bad. I wait till it really stopped working. It was just a squeak. A little, weet, 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 weet. nothing to stop it from working. 
So I kept on letting it go, and then eventually that squeak turned to a do 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 do. Like, uh oh, we probably need to get this fixed now. I never fixed a dryer in my life, so I said we better call somebody because I don't know what to do. That one is the wrong way. Plus, it's a gas dryer. I didn't want to blow the house up. I didn't know if I could or couldn't do that, but I didn't want to do that. So I call our local utility, and I'm like, hey, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I got a problem. Say, "Okay, yeah, I got a dryer, so I messed up. I need you to come fix this shit." Okay, well, let me check your account. Oh shit, Mister Dub, you don't have the coverage. I said, "Bullshit, we have the coverage. I know we had the coverage." That was a lie because I knew I didn't have the coverage. Possible I could swing a little bit, you know. Um, that did not work. So they presented me with an option to purchase it. And I said, all right. So I purchased it. Um, at least I thought I did. They made a mistake. They put it on the account. So here I am sitting up here, you know, because you got to wait 15 days. So they say. So I called back on the 15th or 17th day and we realized we don't have the coverage. So now the drive worse. At this point, it's going, and I'm like, yes, that is definitely not good. We should probably do something about that. And we did. What we did was turn the dryer on and close the door. We closed it. Out of sight, out of mind. If you can't hear it, it's not allowed through a door. You probably all right. It's not that bad. It doesn't sound as loud as it was before. We semi-fixed it. Well, eventually, we realized that that was not going to solve the problem. Also, because we didn't have the coverage, we had to add it. And we added it again, but then we had to wait another 15 days. Now, this is where the superhero in me came out. I looked at that dryer. I looked at my family. I looked around at the pile of clothes that was stacking up. And I said, I'm going to fix this shit. Now, remember my first statement where I said uh, something, 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 everything about being fixed. It's just somebody knowing how to do it. Somebody showing to teach somebody how to do it. Once they do that, I'm expanding on that now. Once they do that, it's just unveiling the curtains. It's showing the wizard. It's really a human. Dorothy's upset. Unveiling it. Emerald City is just a stage show. That's all it does. So, I get on YouTube. Look around. Okay. This dude's doing it right here. I can see it. Bow. So I get down there and I look at the watch the dryer and I say, maybe tomorrow. I'm a little tired. I went back and waited another three days. Yep, that's right. Told you. It's an embarrassing story. I am not shown in the best of light this at this time. It's really embarrassing. Um, it comes down to a Monday. How do I know it was a Monday? I'm at home. I'm in the middle of the day. I hear the dryer. At that point, I say, that's it. I've watched a YouTube video. I'm going down here. I'm taking this thing apart. I'm showing it who's boss. I'm going to figure out what's going on. I'm going to fix this dryer. I'm going to be a hero. And I go downstairs. But before I go downstairs, my daughter walks out and says, Dad, let's go fix this shit. Okay, she didn't really use those words. She didn't use real. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't say she didn't say that. My daughter comes down and says, Greg, let's go fix this shit. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go do this. So she get down there in her work clothes, you no know, pajamas. And I'm down there, my work clothes, you know, Crocs, jeans, and a tank top that's got 14 holes in it. Because you got to look real. You got to look like you bought it. 
You can't go out and look at DC. You gotta go look like shit. Cause you don't know what you're getting into. So it's down there. A 10 year old. And a very old guy. That's not 10. Attempted to take a dryer apart. So we're doing it. I'm taking it apart. Okay, take the screws out. Boom, boom, boom. Pull it all out. All right, so I got the top open. I'm looking down in there. Okay, cool. That's cool. I got to see the front off. So I take the front panel off. Pull that front panel off. The drum drops. Boom. Autumn. Go get the dryer. Go get the flashlight. She gets the flashlight. Shine the flashlight up in there. Ah, uh, she, I'm looking this shit dead. Look how messed up. So what you see, man? What you see? It's a lot of stuff up here, man. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm like, okay, all right. Let me look down here. Say, no, nah, baby, that's just dirt and lint. All right, we go clean all that out. Don't worry about that shit. So I pulled a drum out. We got it all exposed. We can see everything. I look in the back, I see one of these little wheels. Kind of like a skateboard wheel. No, 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 no. Not like a skateboard wheel. It's like a razor wheel. The little razor scooters. Um, I don't know if how many of you are familiar with them razor scooters, but if you aren't, it's the ankle assassin, as I've called it. Little two-wheel metal scooter that if you kick the back of it and don't hop skip it, you will end up with a humdinger. Humdinger. That is a word I have not used since the nineties. On your ankle. A ooey, you with a frog, a knot. You will be fucked up for a long time. It's shocking. It hurts. It does not feel good. You cannot pretend that you did not get hit in the ankle. So, imagine those wheels. Two of them on the dryer. I look at one of them. I was like, oh, that thing is all messed up. It's all wobbly. The middle's all worn out. Can't even want to on Blah, blah, blah. This ugly as fuck. All right. So, I'm like, all right, babe. We got to order one of these. She said, all right. I said, shit. I don't know if there's a store right here to sell them. So, I say, we got to find these online. She said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got this. I got this. I said, yeah, whatever. Okay, all right, yeah, we got this. So I'm thinking in my head, she ain't got shit. She's 10 years old. She don't know what the hell she's talking about. I'm in my head taking pictures of it. I'm going to go look for this. Not 13, maybe 45 seconds later. She say, Dave, is this it? I look at the phone. Yeah, her phone. Told you. Girl's not a baby. She's been here before. I look at, damn. That's it. How did you find that shit? Side note, every day I'm reminded that girls are smarter than boys at younger ages. 10 years old, smarter than whip. Okay, far more advanced than any boy I've ever had. Okay, I'm speaking from fact, not fiction. Okay, I'm watching it. So she finds it. All right, cool. Let's we can order this. But before we order it, I have to make sure that I secure this dryer. Mind you, it's a gas dryer, it's wide open. I have other children in the house. I don't want anyone getting hurt. I got to be daddy of the year. So I said, hold up, babe. We got to put this back together. Aye, 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 aye. So we put the drum back in, put the belt back on. All right, drum's held in place. All right, now we have to put the front cover back on. And this is where my day gets really, really bad, really fast. Now, the front cover sits on two little pins on the bottom, kind of like a little hinge. You put them on the pins, you just push it in place, and you screw some screws. It's real simple. If... You watched the full YouTube video, you would know this. I did not. I suffer from overconfidence. I looked at the beginning and said, oh, see that? Got it. Okay. Who needs to watch those other six minutes? Fuck that shit. Close this out. Let's go. Thanks, dude. That's how I watch a YouTube video. I ain't got time to go to the end. So, I grabbed the top front cover by the top. Um, at this point, I must um, let you know that I am barehanded. 
Drawings are made of metal, sheet metal. And a uh, fun fact, manufacturers don't really take the time to round out edges on the inside of devices because only professionals should be touching them. I learned this the hard way. So I'm holding this up and trying to hold a drum at the same time, trying to put this in place. And well, if ever so gently, the cover just slips out of my hand and slides down. Now, any other time, you'd be like, oh, you just dropped it. Pick it back up. Start all over again. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Not this time. This time, it was time to take a break. I looked down at my arms. My, my arms, right at my wrist, on the insides of my wrist. Like, if your palm's up, look at the inside of your wrist. Pinky finger down, right where the wrist is. My left wrist has a nice gash right at the bend part, right where it bends, you know? Kind of like when you're waving, that little bend part. Yeah, I got a scratch here. It hurt like hell. Yeah, that one was bad. However, it wasn't as bad as one of my right hand, which decided to slice down into my arm, right above the wrist. So it's not bad, but it's a gash. Now, I look at my wrist. I've been hurt before. I look at my daughter. I like to have a good time. I like to laugh and joke, even when things are bad. However, I could not muster one funny comment at this point. The first words that come out of my mouth, like a seven-year-old, is, let's go get your mama. <laughs> That's what I said. Real talk. I left that motherfucker right there. I looked down, and I said to her, I hurt myself. Let's go get your mother. Matter of fact, I might even have even said, let's go get mama. Now, here's why I uttered those all too familiar words. When I looked down, I saw the blood. I couldn't tell if it cut across my wrist or on the sides. I didn't know if I was going to bleed out because I cut artery or I had a very bad gash. And I had it on both my hands. So it was a little overwhelming. So I walk upstairs as calm as I could. And I go, Mama, look at me. I hurt myself. I need help. She comes in. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't look at that. Mm, I can't look at that. Here, tissue. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Pretty nice. Good. Like my, my blood, you know. So I'm sitting there like, shit. So I look around and I'm like, tissue peroxide. Let's just put me back together again. I needed help because it's on both my hands. Actually, it was on both hands and little nicks. I had a couple of nicks on my thumb and fingers. I didn't even realize until the next day. So here I am in the bathroom bleeding to the sink, being paper towel and tissue and peroxide. Now it comes time to find some bandages. So I look to my oldest son and say, hey, um, go to my car. Because I keep band-aids in my car in case shit gets bad. And go get me the big band-aids out the glove box. This is where you know your kids don't really care about you that much. When your child has an issue, it's, no, stop everything. I have burnt my noodles. I have stubbed my toe. I can't find my hat. Everybody has to suffer. When daddy has an issue, it's, huh? Alright, let me pause my game first. Can I finish this quarter? I'll get you some band-aids. That's literally how the response was. Some chuckled at me. Not laughing like, nah, ha, ha, daddy. But like, oh, dude, that's cool. <laughs> so, 
after about 15 minutes, we patched me up and I looked like I tried to commit suicide because I had a bandage wrapped around each wrist so big that you couldn't tell where I was cut. However, I will say that I was able to get myself back together and go back and finish the rest of the goddamn YouTube video and find out how to put the cover on. Fun fact, had I finished the video, I would realize that wasn't the best tactic to use because the top is hard to hold on to and it's sharp. So, um, I learned my lesson. I did order the wheels, kind of putting this all in a pretty bow and give you a nice happy ending. I got my new wheels, I put the wheel on, and I fixed the dryer. Now, here's the funny thing. Well, here's the benefit I learned. The benefit of this whole thing. Um, in my in my um, search to find a appliance guy, I, I looked online, and you know, you guys know if you've called anybody to repair anything that can't be moved out of your house by yourself. Refrigerator, AC, furnace, dishwasher, stove, whatever. They immediately charge you a service charge just to come out to your house and look at the shit. Just to come out to your house and look and see what the problem is. They charge a service call. So that can be anywhere from $50 to $100, depending on what you're fixing or who you're calling or where you live. The cheapest amount was $69. $69 to fix my dryer. Okay. That's before they buy the part. Now, I paid $13 for two little wheels. $13.98. Thank you, Amazon. I'm going to send Jeff Bezos a thank you card and a Christmas card. Had I called a maintenance guy, he just charged me $70 to $100, depending on who I called, plus $40 for that wheel. Oh, yeah, I'm sure of it. And the fucked up thing is that I know he has 40 of those wheels in their truck. It's kind of like screws. All these drivers use them. I know they have them. I know they do. So, a little bit of a, a little bit of a vice. Just a little um, trick in there to say, you know, hey, before you, you know, call somebody or you think you can't do something, give it a shot. I think what's the worst I could have done if I couldn't get it back together? I call them, let them fix it back. But at least I don't know what I couldn't do. So, yeah, my dryers in this story for you guys. Um, hope it helps you. Hope you um, found it entertaining. If not. Sorry, that's a waste of 19 minutes of your life. <laughs> um, I was checking out this story today on the internet. Matter of fact, I think it was yesterday. Uh, might be yesterday. I was kind of stunned that this came out at first, but then I didn't. Um, I wasn't as shocked after I thought about it. You know, I gave some thought. I realized I wasn't really as shocked. Uh, and if you don't know, uh, there's controversy from. Uh, certain groups uh, the the Joker movie that Warner Brothers is releasing um, it appears that um, there are parent groups and survivor groups from various mass shootings and shootings in this country that are kind of like thinking that Warner Brothers is insensitive to make a movie glorifying a mass murderer yeah that's that's a legit thing now, look, looking at both sides of the field in this, I don't think either side is wrong. Because Warner Brothers issued a statement, and they're like, you know, hey, look, we support this, we support that, yada, yada, we're doing the right thing, we're making a movie, Arch for Rizal, but at the same time, we're not going to say we're going to do this, that, and the other, just kind of stay in our position and showing that we, hey, care, we hear you. 
the family saying, hey, look, how is it? I think it's irresponsible you to release a movie like this. It's going to encourage more people to do stuff like this because the climate we're living in and the people that are doing these things are encouraged by video game music and entertainment. And this is what they're doing it from. So that's the high level of both sides. I mean, obviously there are more details in on that, but that's the gist of it, at least from my perspective. Here, 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 here's where I, here's where I stand. Well, my thought on it. Standing right in the middle of that field, looking at both sides. Hey, look, I get it. Warner, you want to make money. You want to make movies. You don't want to be compromised or told what you can and can't create. Families, I get it. I understand. Horrible tragedies happen. And until it happens to you, I get it. You're not going to be able to look at it the same way. I understand it. I get it. I do. Honestly, I do. However, here's where I kind of um, look conflicted. Uh, why just this movie? Is it because the big movie got a lot of attention and this is an opportunity to kind of uh, ride on the coattails of the popularity of this movie as it come, get ready to come out in what, two weeks almost? 24, eight days, something like that? Uh, screens will probably be earlier than that. Or is it to capitalize on this opportunity to say, hey, look, this is really a big thing and we want to use this positively so people see it? You can look at both ways. Now, could you say Warner Brothers are taking advantage of of, of, of of a climate where people could possibly be triggered by this and put a movie out to create controversy? You could say that. But you could also look back and say, um, what was the difference between now nine years ago when they had the last Joker in the movie where he was clearly destroying society? Uh, a series of other movies where you had people trying to destroy society. Trying to upset the war. I'm trying to do this by means of violence acts, to means of violent acts and things of that nature. I think it's um for me, I think it's it's not a totally ridiculous position, but I um I feel that <laughs> that it's not really the best um action to take my 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 opinion on this is it's really with the same as it is with a lot of things like this in entertainment where, where do you draw the line what do you stop doing and what are you left with if you continue to start saying this event happened now we can't do this or don't say this because this this is mirroring real life Another thing uh, that, that I have a problem with is in this is that we have no problem making movies about tragedies if we all agree on them. Like a, a big thing I have a problem with is movies that come out about national disasters. Like all the nine eleven movies that came out in the theaters, I didn't go see one of them. I thought it was a cheap cash grab. I don't. I don't like that. Movies about actual soldiers who. Um, whether they die or, or events in the war or like things about uh, what was it, Zero Dark Thirty or uh, Black Hawk Down. I think they're cash grabs. That's my opinion. Uh, documentaries aren't. No, I look at documentaries differently. But entertainment movies that go to theater and they're dramatic and they have an A-list actors in them play a role. I mean, play a role. I mean, I look at this like, dude, you know that's going to get people into the theater immediately. And there's some that are older that I'm like, that take part, place they depict events that happened decades ago, like uh, Saving Private Ryan, which is partially fictional, uh, or movies that are about the war, World War II, or even some Vietnam movies. Uh, 
the movie that pulled the heartstrings. I, I'm like, why don't we, why don't we talk about that? Why are those left alone? So, I don't think we should take those away. Don't get me wrong. I don't but because I don't like them, but it's kind of the same thing. I mean, um, there, there's a fine line to draw, and we, I think, I think from that point we need to look at it and say, if we really start questioning entertainment, what they can and can't do, we're gonna we're gonna end up going on a slippery slope, and it's gonna turn out to be where we're gonna be back in nineteen. Well, I don't even know when. I think I don't know when we could do the time where you have to make movies that were sensitive to everyone. It's not even possible. So that's my thing. At the end of the day, it's it's a joke. Is just a movie. I mean, there've been several other movies that have been along the same lines. Falling down is one that comes to mind. Where dude just works, just loses his shit, and just goes off. That movie resonates with a lot of people. Uh, um, what's um um, not Office Space. What's the movie? Um, oh, the TPA reports. I can't think of the movie right now. But oh shoot, I can't think of that. Can't think of the movie right now. But um, yes, yeah, movie. But people working in the office just fed up with the shit. The TPA reports showing up at work, working overtime. That movie resonates with people working in the office. It didn't make people start walking out and you know, cutting fish on their desk like they did in the movie. But you know, it, it kind of resonates with people. People can relate to that. Um. So I, you know, that's what I say. I mean, it's just it, we have to be very cautious when we look and say things like this. You know, to to make demands of something. Don't do this. You should do that. It's just to, to, to glorify. I don't think the movie's glorified. I think I think the movie. Well, I would think the movie wouldn't glorify. I haven't seen it yet. But you know, it's it's something that we ought to be cautious about. You know, think about that, man. So. Uh, and it's not to downplay the events and things that have happened and people, the things that people have to live with. I mean, these are, it's horrible tragedies. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. And, you know, it's it's not a it's not a one-sided story anymore, in my opinion. I don't think it's like a thing where, ah, no, 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 don't worry, they're just crazy. I don't think so. I don't think so. You know? Um, I think it needs to be taken seriously. But I also think we need to approach it with a little bit of rational, uh, not a little logic and a little decent, a little, a little common sense. I dare say common sense. Let's be realistic. That's what we need to be realistic about what we're asking for. So that's my soapbox moment on that. I'm step down off my soapbox. So, uh, all right. Well, what the fuck? What else happened to me this week? Oh, that's it. Yeah, I. I saw something very weird. Well, it wasn't very weird. It was out of place. Well, maybe not for the area I live in, but it was very out of place based on what I, I deemed to be in place. Not out of place and in place. Better normalcy, I guess. So I was out one day, and in my neighborhood, just around the block, just riding my bike, just going for a bike with my kid. And um, look at the driveway as we pass a house, and well, I mean, damn, I saw three glorious chickens just walking in the driveway. I guess they wouldn't be like, would that be free range chickens or free neighborhood chickens or free yard birds? I don't know, but these chickens look like they were happy as hell. And I, I don't know what it was in me, but I looked at that chicken that was walking. The biggest chicken walking in the driveway. 
just walking comfortably. Golden feathers. Just looking like they were fed nothing but the best. And I said, if I were living here, that chicken would be fried this weekend. I, I said it. I looked at the chicken and I said it. And then I, and then I said to myself, well, wait, you have to kill it, Greg. And I was reminded of a story that my grandmother and my mother told me about my grandmother, which basically confirmed the story because my grandmother was old when she told me the story. And I was like, I don't know if you really tell me the truth. She told me a lot of stuff in your last years. My grandmother lived be 91. And she told me a lot of shit in her last three or four years of life that I was like, I don't know if that's true. This one I was confirmed. It was verified. Um, my grandmother used to, back in the 50s and maybe 60s, I don't know how long, but she would go down to the store, get a chicken, bring it home, bring the chicken neck. That means kill the chicken. Pluck it, cut it, gut it, clean it, cook it. Now, I, let's see, 50 years later, 60 years later, probably, because six years that's 56 years later. say to myself could you do that Greg could you could you kill a chicken and, could you kill a chicken and then eat it like a chicken you had like you bought it you saw it you heard it you saw it poop you fed it and then you were ready to eat it and you when you plucked it and fried it up I couldn't think of nothing well I didn't have one thought come to come across my mind that said no or maybe not. Um, that made me a monster. Nah, make me appreciate fresh chicken. I thought I could do it. I could do that. Sure, I could. I could do that. Now, I don't know if I could pluck it because I don't know how you do that. I have to figure how you pull the feathers off of it and stuff like that. But sure, I could do it. I don't have a problem um, knowing what I eat. What I'm eating, if it's meat, has been killed. A steak. It's supposed to say, hey, you see that, see that beef cow or whatever beef bull beef. The, what do you call it? It's not a cow. It's, why is this escaping me right now? Uh, with a steer, cattle, cattle. Sure, whatever. They're gonna get fifteen pounds of this and one hundred and fifty pounds of that and two hundred pounds of this off him. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna take them in there. We're gonna doop, and we're gonna process them. It's kind of like watching a car being built. Like, if I was buying like a Ferrari and they gave me the option to watch my Ferrari go from nothing, basically parts, to a completed project, would I watch it? Sure would. I'd watch that Ferrari being built, get the keys, turn the engine, get in that car, drive down to the fucking farm and watch them kill my dinner that I'm going to take home and have with my Ferraris in the driveway. I could do that. I can do that. I think, and the reason why is that I think it's kind of um, hypocritical of people to not want to see it but want to eat it. I'm okay with eating it, but I don't want to see it. I mean, it has to happen. I mean, if maybe if you saw it enough times, you wouldn't eat it. Um, people will catch fish and eat fish. And I don't know people, I don't know if there's a correlation between seeing a fish kill and seeing like a cat, the cattle being slaughtered or, um, I mean, I guess humanely, if you can find it being done humanely, I don't know if it's done humanely at all. But, uh, the chicken, but let's say on a farm, let's go on a farm because obviously I don't really want to say for, um, mass production, they would do it humanely. Um, 
That actually brings up a question I had about beef. I had a, I had a friend of mine we were talking about beef, and I asked, you know, how do we get all this hamburger? Where are all the cattle coming from? It's not there's not possibly enough cattle for the whole the majority of the world to have beef. And he was like, well, you're all over the fields. I said, yeah, exactly. They're all over the fields. I mean, we consume beef faster than they grow. We have to. We're greedy. We, how to, how to, I've never gone somewhere and not been able to get a hamburger. You can get a hamburger on street corners. Well, not on the street corner, but or a lot of street <laughs> neighborhoods. There are fast food restaurants. There are restaurants. There are grocery stores packed with beef. Uh, restaurants in the bag and they're, they're stocked with beef. Um Never be short. It just gets expensive. Uh, there's always hamburger, uh, meatloaf. You always had this stuff, but cattle take a while to grow. I don't care how many they grow, it take a while to grow. And you start slaughtering them. I mean, and, and even killing the babies, you still run out of them. They just, they just come around. So I had a question about that. But anyway, I'll circle back on that some other time. Very interesting question. But how much beef does it take to satisfy a nation or the human race? I mean, I know every country doesn't, but I mean, really? Really? So anyway, I digress. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to say that I think a lot of that meat is filler. I don't think it's live. It's real. Taco Bell, I'm talking to you. So I guess I could. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of crazy to say, like, I don't want to see it killed, but I'll eat it. I don't have a problem with being killed, but I want to watch it. Well, maybe you do have a problem. And maybe, maybe my opinion would change. If somebody said, I saw a cattle being slaughtered, I said, oh, God, that's horrible. Is he still screaming? Why is the head still moving? Why'd you do it like that? If he was running away screaming, maybe I'd look at it differently next time I go to buy a T-bone. Or maybe I wouldn't buy a T-bone. Um, I guess I, I think it's different with po- with fish because I, fish don't really scream that we hear. But you can catch a salmon and just pull him out the water. You just flop around for a little while until you slowly start to suffocate it. You cut his head off, flare You got a nice little flare slime and put some seasoning on it. Put some marinade. If you want to marinate it, boy, I put him in the refrigerator for a few hours. You got a good meal. But animals are a little different. So, um, yeah, I got all the way there from chicken in the driveway. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I would like to see it. Only if, if, if no other reason but to see how it impacts me. Like, I do that. I do that sometimes. I'll, 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 I'll see things just to see how I feel about them. Um, I, I want to see what I think. Because, you know, in theory, if you hear it, you know, it's like, well, if you hear it, it's like somebody say something to you, like, like, um, man, you ever see a person run out of tree butt naked screaming? Nah, but that's got to be crazy. But when you see it, you might not think it's crazy. You might just stare, like, be weirded out. It may give you a totally different feeling. You know, you know, it's like that. It's like if a guy say, look, man, ain't no girl ever going to make me do this, that, the other. She ain't going to never get my money, Jack. Next thing you know, two years later, he buying a girl a Cadillac. Well, you know, she good people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You make 30000 a year. You bought a $60,000 car for her? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, we know we in love. We're going to move in. But we both drive it. But uh, she got it right now. But, you know. So, you know, you never know. You never know. So, I'd be curious to see you. Um, certainly I wouldn't like to see though. Certainly I wouldn't like to see that I eat. Um, I've heard how hot dogs are made, and while I probably would still eat hot dogs after I saw how they were made, I feel like such a piece of shit at that point. I would, cause like somebody telling you that they putting cockroaches in chicken, and you like, oh, it's disgusting, and you go home and eat a piece of fried chicken. You're like, man, what does that say about me? 
I had to come to grips with who I really am. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I need to change my life. You know, I need help. Maybe I need some therapy. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you realize you're fucking man, just cockroach. Just a cockroach. Was he crunch up and no whatever? Just little flakes. <laughs> just little flakes. So, and they say we eat bugs in our food anyway. I mean, they say wheat and everything. They'll take the bugs out of wheat when they they, I guess, harvest or whatever they do in the field when they grab wheat. Yeah, so it's meat bugs, food bugs, and it's this in there. Yeah, so hey, uh, I guess what I say about that is, I guess my point in saying all that rather is, I guess I really, really, really want to cook that chicken, and I'm pretty sure that chicken's still over there. I know he is. He lives there, and how comfortable would that chicken have to be to not have to run away? I thought about it. There was no gate. That chicken was just walking in the fucking driveway like a like a cat. And like, he's not running. So maybe that chicken wasn't for food. Maybe he was a pet. And I guess I can see why you get a chicken as a pet. You want a bird, but birds have to live in cages, and then a bird might fly away. Chicken ain't flying away. Chicken can stay right where the food is. You get a chicken coop. <laughs> I guess. You know, that brings me to another story. Speaking about chickens and things eating being killed. I've been here in my neighborhood. There are a lot of coyotes. Yes, you heard me right, folks. There are coyote sightings in my neighborhood. You know, coyotes. Now, and, oh, and fox. And foxes or fox. There have been fox sightings. Fox sightings, coyotes. Uh, there was a fucking raccoon outside my window in broad daylight climbing up a tree. Looking at me like, what it is, Jack? And I'm like, where's my gun? We can't shoot a raccoon in broad daylight. So what if I miss? Hit a squirrel. I'd be mad because I like the squirrels. But they've been coyote sites. And I'm like, I haven't seen a coyote yet. But I'm like, yeah. I mean, why not? Of course they are. I took a look. Here's here's why I'm not shocked. People are all shocked. Like, oh my god, I saw a coyote driving home at five in the morning. Oh my god, I saw a fox run across the street. There was a coyote on my porch. All the area where I used to live used to be a lot of this was wooded area, trees, woods, all that good shit. And then they started developing and tearing out acres and acres of land to build houses, condos, townhouses, and other shit. And all these little animals had nowhere to go. So then they end up going where? In your backyard. It's the same thing with these fucking deer. Those deer sitting on my front lawn. Like a goddamn plink flamingo. They're just sitting there. I'm like, what's happening? I threw an apple on the deer. Ain't the apple. I need to get fed a deer. Fed the deer like I feed a squirrel. They have nowhere to go. So now people are shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm just waiting. Oh, to hear one of the people's little puppies disappear. These little designer dogs disappear because they left them outside and Fufu got eaten by a fucking coyote. I don't see too many rabbits around anymore. I wonder if coyotes eat the rabbits. It's interesting. It'd be interesting. Speaking of dogs, there was an article online about the inventor of the yeah, the inventor of the Cavapoo. No, not Cavapoo. The uh the uh what the fuck was this dog called? It was called a, uh, let me see what this is. Labradoodle. 
Now, if you're not familiar with Labradoodle and the word, reason why I use the word invented is because the dog didn't fucking exist naturally. Apparently, back in 1989, this guy bred a Labrador and a Poodle for a blind man in Hawaii as a guide dog. Since the guy was blind and he had he was allergic to dogs, that's just fucked up. Life ain't fair. That ain't right. Alert down with your dog allergies. One blindness. One don't don't combine the two. Don't combine the two because man can't even see the dog in the house till it's too late. You start sneezing, itching. That's fucked up. That's wrong. But this guy was saving him. He was doing him a solid. Guy need a guide dog. He said, "Look, all right, Poodles don't shed, and Labrador are the good guy dogs. I'm gonna make these two dogs hump, and I'm gonna make you one." And out of this breed, he got three. And the three puppies, one was big enough. So that's the one he bred and sent to the dad, sent to the guy. But it couldn't do anything with the other two dogs. So he went to, this is Australia. He went to whatever community, the dog community he was working for and said, hey, look, um, let's just publicize to the world what we did here and the benefits of this dog. Well, when he did that, it, it took off and um took off like a rocket like like gangbusters people start saying oh my god you can design dogs you can make a dog that you like uh you can breed out some of the deficiencies well not really because the problem is that when they were designing people are designing dogs you had like uh, sheep poos cavi poos multi poos labradoodles Brichon Frigés, all these other little dogs we're designing in certain ways. They end up with debilitating, uh, they come with chronic illness, not chronic illness, but um, um, genetic disorders, hip dysplasia, eye problems, blood platelet problems, clotting problems, all that stuff. So the the guy was saying that he wished he could disinvent, basically disinvent the Labradoodle because people are irresponsibly are breeding these dogs now. The dogs suffer from some of these deficiencies. Uh, these these uh, these uh, the, the, um, um, issues. It's like imagine it's kind of like mating a kangaroo with a fox because you know foxes are fast and kangaroo got a long tail. So whatever kind of fucked up animal you get out of that for whatever reason people want it. I don't believe it. people try to do that shit. I'm pretty sure somebody tried to make make a cat a cab cab. What the fuck did I say? Kangaroo <laughs> with some other animal, or maybe a dog or a horse with a. Maybe that's how he made it little tiny horses. I don't know. People have done weird shit over the last. So somebody's done it. So think about it. That's the equivalent of doing something stupid like that. You don't know what you're going to get. So look, I get it. I get it. There's thing we can do. So we do them, and then we wonder if we should have done them after the fact. And I can, uh, I can respect the man. I mean, granted, he was 90 years old. So at 90, you can talk about all the things you want. I wish I wouldn't have done that shit. I wish I wouldn't have fucked that hooker in Idaho in 1974. You can talk about all that shit when you're 90. Because at that point, people are like, yeah, 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 I know. Well, too bad it's already done and we got these dogs. Or you had that baby with that hooker and you lived with her for four years. She stole your wallet, watch, and your 401k. It's your fault. But I guess it's um caution. It's a cautionary tale of... What we how we should approach things in the future, and um, dogs is one thing, foods are another thing. Who knows what else we're doing too? We probably find out something else freaky to fuck out, but um, it's something to be cautious of and aware of. You know, just to think about. I don't think it'll make that much of a difference because people aren't gonna stop designing dogs. I mean, I talk shit, but I got one walking around my house right now. Um, some kind of multi poo or she poo or shit too in a poodle. I guess he's all right. 
we'll find out one way or the other. <laughs> See, matter of fact, I got two of them. It's not a new. It's not a new thing because it's not a thing. Because I have another one, a Cavalier, which is a a mix between a, a cocker spaniel. He's a bread. I don't know. Fuck, I gotta look it up. But it was King Charles. It was done way, 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 way back in England. So they have a lineage of hundreds of years. But no, well, fifteen, yeah, a few hundred years. So um, they knew nothing about DNA then. They didn't give a shit about um. Uh, issues. Dog to daddy got another one. So it's been going on forever. Um, nothing new now, but I mean, obviously, um, still doesn't mean it's not something to be aware of. So uh, I wish all the labradoodles the best of health, wealth, and well being. And, and yada, yada, yada. So, all right. I think that's been it for tonight. I think. Do we want to wrap up with anything? Is there anything you want to wrap up with? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think that's yeah. I think that's it. We can we have fun. I had some fun ranting, being being talk about that's of worth. And at this point, I guess I want to hear from you guys. You know, let me know what you think. I'd love to love to hear some of your comments on some of the fucked up things I said or thought about. Um, let me know. Uh, I go to work, so I need something to do. I like to read your emails, but I'm sitting there doing nothing, so. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you got some ideas for some topics, shoot them my way. Um, if not, and you just enjoy listening, wonderful, appreciate it. We're going to do a little more um, improvement on this um, podcast. Do some, add some different stuff in. I'm coming with some creative little things we can do. Something a little different. Make it interesting. It'll be fun. Little things are coming in the next few weeks. Uh, looking forward to it. And looking forward to you guys sticking around. So, once again, this has been me. I'm Gregory, and I will see you guys tomorrow.